We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. And we're watching Gilmore Girls, season three. Season three. three. The episodes uh, are yeah. at 8 o'clock at the Oasis. Oh, yeah. Take the deviled uh, eggs. Dot, dot, dot. They shoot Gilmores, don't they? They do, actually. Spoilers. And let the games begin. Let the games begin. Let the games begin. I had no idea that Bane would show up on uh, Gilmore <laughs> Girls, but uh, he did. Anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, some news. News? Yep. Uh, wow, you're bored already. I'm sorry, I'm Wow, tired. guys. <sighs> Are we, uh, please uh, write in and tell Steph that she needs to uh, listen drink to me. Drink coffee. <laughs> drink coffee, yes, exactly. <laughs> get yourself a Luke's mug. Yeah, I should have had coffee a couple hours ago. Preferably when you visit the uh, the studio lot where they film Gilmore Girls. That way you can talk about it endlessly. <laughs> And every time you watch Gilmore Girls, you're like, oh, my God. Ah, I've been there. I was there. I was right there. Anyway, some news after after my slurping. Number one, uh, I just finished Undone on Amazon. Uh-huh. The an- animated show, the rotoscoped uh-huh. show. Uh-huh. And who shows up uh, in a scene but uh, uh, good old Kiko Agana. Really? Yeah. Well, good. Our pal Lane. I was like, you know, and since it's rotoscoped, I was like, that isn't, that sounds just like her, but it, like she's older. <laughs> and mm-hmm. obviously it's like, you know, this is like now nearly 20 years later. <laughs> Does she play somebody's assistant or secretary? Uh, no, she's more like a, like a receptionist, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, like a security reception. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, you didn't get that far into it, right? No, I just saw like the first first couple of episodes. Uh, yeah, the, the main character is looking to figure out, you know, to track down what happened to her father on this mysterious night. And I won't get into any of the mystery, whatever. But she has to get some uh, information from this building that our 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 pal Lane is uh, being the uh, the you know the security slash receptionist for. <laughs> and you know, she's got to go through her, you know. And, um, and then we find out that that she, she finds out through, I won't say how, um, that the, the character, our, our, our pal Lane has, has also had some tragedy in her background. So it's not just like, like, please pass through, you know, it's like, how did you know? You know, like there's some, some good acting. It was, you know, it wasn't just a regular, whatever part person standing behind the more powerful person part, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was a good scene. Uh, so but I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, still haven't seen Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, though. You saw that. Yes. How was it? I hated it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Even Lauren Graham? Did she sing a song? Yeah. Did she? I think so. You wouldn't, I can't How remember. would you not remember? Maybe she did, but it was it like you satisfaction so, or something? You were so I don't know. numb to how yeah, it was like a, awful I everything was by then. Yes, let this thing just, I mean, like, you, you know, you remember Glee. Yes, I watched one Glee season. Glee was excellent compared oh. to this. This show is oh, okay. bad. It's bad. Bad. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, it's again, it's another, it's a thing with like musicals. It's like, you know, I'm not too sure. Like, I, I'll watch it for, you know, like an episode or two and I'll be like, hey, that was fun. And then I'll just get tired of it really quickly. 
Um, like, I'll watch a musical, but like a musical show where it's like a musical week after week sounds like an awesome idea to a person mm-hmm. who appreci- appreciates musicals, but yet. <laughs> To me, I'm like, oh, I wear out really quickly. Mm. Maybe like uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, you just didn't like the characters or didn't. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, I was uh, not really. Into the, the characters. Yeah, the, the crazy of the ex-girlfriend uh, really turned me off after. And like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that was, it's kind of a fun little thing. Like, and then I'm like, oh, wait, she really is. And that's not appealing to me. And I stopped watching. But, you know, kudos to all you crazy ex-girlfriend fans. Yeah. What I liked about crazy ex-girlfriend was there would be episodes, there would be no musical numbers at all. <laughs> and then there would be some that there were several. Huh. I'd be mad. Like, no, no, no. This is the musical show. Yeah, I need musical. Okay. I, I was fine with it. Uh, last bit of news. Mm-hmm. Um, you can now identify with Rory Gilmore. Please tell our audience how. There was driving involved. Oh, a deer hit me. A deer hit you. <laughs> I forgot. You didn't yeah. get. You didn't hit a deer. A deer ran into your car. Ran slap into the side of my car. It was huge. <laughs> it was like as big as my car, and it ran. And like I sped up trying to outrace, you know, outrun it, and mm-hmm. she just ran into my back, my left rear quarter panel. Scared me to death. Did you? I think it she's in the woods okay. And find out if it was like okay and everything, or I think she's okay. You think so? Yeah. Poor thing. Poor girl. Wow. I just thought <laughs> I that was really funny. I was like, oh my I know. God. I, for- I forgot all about the Rory Gilmore hitting a deer in like the <laughs> second episode. <laughs> no, a deer hit her. Mm. And she hit something uh, a couple seasons later. That would be a park bench uh-huh. in, in her car. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want to get into 8 o'clock at the Oasis. Sure. So do you know this song? Nope. But uh, uh, I heard it a couple times on the the, the Oasis and you, Cuckoo Clock. And you don't recognize the song? You've never heard this song? No. Nah. Not on like 70s Easy Listening Channel? Yeah, maybe. It sounds familiar, but it also just sounds like those same kind of like, you know, like harmonies and... I don't know, uh, just a, just a seventies sounding, easy listening kind of song. Like a, I don't know, I don't know. Those bands all um, are the they all they're all t- they all sound the same. So uh, I can't exactly think of a, an example, but yeah, it's one of those songs. But who, who do you know who's it by, who is it by? Or oh no! Oh, wow, <laughs> well, so you were just like, did have I heard of it? And that was it. All right. Have you heard of it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight o'clock at the Oasis. Still don't know who it's by. All that's coming up is Gilmore Girls. No. I'm assuming maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a lyric in a song, and the song is called something different. I don't know. I'm actually, you know. This this is a cuckoo clock that takes place in this like tiki paradise. This oh, character. it's midnight at the oasis. That's that's midnight the thing. At the oasis. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, okay. So the clock is a midnight at the oasis clock, but yet they have it. So every hour is. Then that's pretty cool. Maria Maldar. Oh, it's a girl. Yes, hmm. nineteen seventy four. See this place. Uh, so we so we got we have this new character, you know. Oh yeah, what do you, well, what do you think about the tiki bar here? 
I was thinking that Luke definitely needs to make friends with this person, being a parrot head himself. You know, those guys would get right along. I mean, personality-wise, maybe not, but appreciation for relaxing, having a nice tropical drink, you know. I don't know. I don't see Luke as a... He's a parrot head. He goes to Jimmy Buffett shows. He's a parrot head. There's a a little part of him that's like, you know what? I like a good margarita. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I could see he drinks beer. I see Luke as a beer drinker, but every once in a while, not a, not a, not making a habit out of it, but just a beer every once in a while. There's, there's many facets of personality. Maybe so. And I don't see Luke as an actual parrot head. Maybe he went, he said he went to a couple of shows. He dipped his toe in. Maybe he saw it wasn't for him. I mean, if somebody got to know me strictly from the fact that, you know, every couple of years they see me go, you know, Posting on Facebook and going to see Fast and Furious movies. If somebody was like, "Now that you guy," wouldn't want would totally to prejudge you by that. Yeah, we, somebody wouldn't be like, "Well, that guy, I cannot see him podcasting about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's ridiculous." <laughs> I don't see that guy into musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Luke might have a you know a special place in his heart for you know a nice tropical uh, tiki lounge and drink and. But now board games. Oh, yeah. That's neat. There's a bar here. It's so neat. They have costumes and they have board games. And it's kind of a, it's a kind of a 50, it was called the Atomic. And so it's like a 50s, like a, I guess it's a bomb shelter. Huh. If it's got board games and I don't, I don't know what the costumes have anything to are do with. Are goods? Well, what are the costumes? They're like furry. Oh. Head to toe like a... Here, I thought there were going to be gas masks involved. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's a good idea. That's what they should have done. Yeah, they should have went steampunk with it. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Anyway, what were you saying? It gets very tough for us to uh, talk around an episode. I'd rather just go through it. (laughs) It it seems like it goes faster for us to uh, just go through an episode rather than pick out certain things and then be like, oh, I forgot something. Okay, so my first, my very first note of this episode is I love, I just love how all out Stars Hollow goes with their holidays, you know? And it could just be like the set decorator, decorator for Gilmore Girls is really awesome. But it's just like, as soon as this episode starts, it's just pumpkins and leaves and, you know, corn and, and it's just like, oh, it's fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I just really appreciated that. And, you know, just like, I don't know. Stars Hollow just seems like this perfect northeastern American town, but yet it's also full of crazy people. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny how they organize well enough to make it look so uh, you know pretty. And I think we all owe a debt of gratitude to uh, Taylor Ducey, who will eventually get uh, credit for you know making sure things go the right way. Yes, I mean. Yes, he is a good organizer and planner, and he comes up with some with a variety of different activities for the town. But Taylor has too much control. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to limit Taylor's control. <laughs> he is a control freak. He wants to run everything, and thank goodness that there's Luke Danes to stand in between Taylor and <laughs> world domination. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's like the thing with the movies. It's like if Taylor doesn't do it, who's going to do it? Like, would would Luke organize the the movies thing? Would uh, would Lorelai, uh, 
you know, strategize with the rest of the town her ideas of how the town should run better. Like nobody else is going to step up to the job. Like name one other person that you would trust to <laughs> that that would be to get you know, like the only person I could think of is Rory. <laughs> yeah, okay, but look, they raised my why is the town handling the bridge? I mean, shouldn't the state or the county or some government agency be handling the the uh, construction of the bridge? Because because skipping ahead, the reason that they had the uh, the marathon dance was to raise money for a tarp to yes. put over the bridge for construction because of right. winter was coming. Yeah, we can't get right to work on that. So yeah, um, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, depends whose property that's on. Is that is that government property? Is that town property? Is that through someone's through somebody's backyard? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It looks like a looks like a bridge over some a pond that might dry out in certain times of the year. It doesn't seem very. Well, then again, De- Jeff sure fell into it good. So maybe it is a little deeper than I'm giving it credit for. Is it that bridge? I assumed it was an a, a actual bridge that you drive over. Oh, oh! if it's a bridge that you drive over. See, I always pictured it. Whenever they talk about the bridge, I thought it was that bridge that, you know. Oh, it could be. Jess's bridge, be you know. Uh, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, how about this? Uh, is Luke having – is Luke justified in being irritated at these parents and kids camping out in his diner? I think so. Well, I think – he there's a you have to listen very closely because he tells Lorelai, you know, you go over there and handle it because you've got the same parts and you're not afraid. Right. I think that's the key word. He let it slip. He's afraid of these families and babies and lactation and yeah. stuff. The boobs. The boobs scare him away. <laughs> uh yeah, I think that's the problem. He probably put up with it, and now he's realizing, oh, he should have said something different, and now he's kind of stuck with his decision. And as soon as you uh, try to go back on a decision you might have made, uh, you start to look like a jerk and feel like a jerk. But these people are clearly taking a, a advantage of him and his you know, his space. This is, this is a place of business. It's not a place to... Wait Put a minute, Robin. Stuff. Have you not ever been on the internet? You know that it, it, you should be shamed if you criticize a a nursing mother for nursing <laughs> in public. I think I shame think, on you. Okay, listen. I am not. I'm not criticizing that about at all. And I think Luke is getting kind of mixed up in that. The problem is they're sitting at tables that could be used by paying customers, and they're buying like a couple drinks, and they're just hanging out. And yes, there is breastfeeding, so it complicates things in Luke's brain <laughs> even more because now they're like whipping boobs out. And yeah, he gets kind of hung up on that by saying like, when did that become acceptable? This is a diner, not a peep show. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I think it's more of them camping out than the fact that there's boobs out in his diner. I, mm-hmm. I, I just think. And they come there a lot. Yeah. Because he knows what's going to, you know, he was saying that this is going to happen and that's going to happen and they don't order anything. So why is it, what's up, why are they here? I don't understand. I don't know either. Uh, Maybe they all meet in town and go on walks together and this is the place where they share an iced tea. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's, we've been cooked up with the kids. We've been cooked up with the kids all week. This is the weekend and we're going to get out and the weather's nice and 
it's all diaper bags and things and you know and they're away from home so i mean you know it's also kind of irresponsible i mean i don't want to call out breastfeeding women or not and you know the podcast goes silent but (laughs) Uh uh-huh but you know i was married i am married to a woman who was breastfed before and usually she'd get stuff pumped out and be all ready for any sort of trips you know so uh there's a bit of responsibility also Yes, but also boobs aren't only for sex. Oh, oh, I know. Um, I mean, let's just say it's like a kind of like a, a, a like an eighty twenty thing, like maybe even a sixty forty. Okay. okay. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we should move along. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jess sees this. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and Luke enjoyed seeing Jess come out and see the boobs. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Emily invites Lorelai to uh, an antique auction. And, and Michelle wants to go. He hasn't been to an impeccable auction mm-hmm. in a long time. <laughs> How is your arm raise? I have an excellent arm raise. And Lorelai says, that's what it says on the bathroom wall. <laughs> which is great. And uh, Oh, wait, 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 Robin. What is a Davenport? Isn't that uh, like a... Like a standing wardrobe or something? Like something you'd hang coats up in? Are you Googling this or am I going to have to do Yes. This? Is it like a wardrobe? Wardrobe? That's what I was thinking. It was a wardrobe. Google, Google. It's a series of sofas made by the Massachusetts furniture oh. manufacturer Davenport. Oh. Now defunct. Well, geez. Came by genetricized trademark. Uh used to describe a bench with arms and cushions designed just for sitting. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, may refer to a couch uh, like a futon hmm. or sofa bed. Well, I... Storage under the seat. I'm so glad I haven't uh, bought a Davenport set unseen. Because <laughs> I'd be very confused. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this couch? I said a, a Davenport. Um, okay, so Lorelai tells Michelle that in order for him to go, he has to basically do his job <laughs> mm-hmm. and also oversee the nature group and be nice and everything. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, God, you know. So we kind of leave that plot thread dangling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we meet Dwight. Okay, yeah, the na- new neighbor, Dwight. And I noticed in the background, by the way, again, great set design. Mm-hmm. Um, the wedding thingy, the hoppa. Yes. Did you notice it's all decorated with leaves and pumpkins? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Who, who did that? <laughs> what do you mean, who did that? But who did that? Oh, like Lorelai would not do that. Do you think Lorelai would decorate? I don't know. I just don't see it. Do we ever see, like, the Gilmore house, like, with, like, outside Christmas lights or anything like that? No. Yeah, I just don't see Lorelai as a... Like, why would you decide to decorate the hoppa? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, unless it's a wedding. Is Lorelai trying to tease us? <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. Dwight is uh, kind of a jerk. <laughs> uh, Wait, why do you say that? Well, because she's just, like, kindly saying, oh, you know, if there's anything I can help you with, you know, just let me know. And Dwight's like, actually, there is. And... Uh, and and suckers her into uh, 
watering his lawn twice a day. And uh, I, I don't know. It's just like you say, hey, if there's anything I can help you with, just let me know. I don't think you should ever like immediately take somebody up up on that offer. Well, right? Obviously, he went to meet his neighbor in search of somebody nice enough to water his yard. Right. Um, he, he had this all planned. It wasn't. Oh, by the way, do you mind? Exactly. It was. I've got to go out of town, and my that's, yard needs to. Be. I that's mean, kind of like that's kind of like a jerk thing to do. If he said. Oh, I'm so glad because you know what? I actually have been looking for somebody to water my lawn. If it's at all a problem, please let me know. You know, anything like that. Um, but, you know, he didn't do any of that. It was first he's like, here, come with me to the Oasis. <laughs> and Lorelai, who has never seen an episode of Dateline, apparently, uh, <laughs> follows him to his house alone. <laughs> And goes into his house, and then we see we see the oasis. But still, it could have been like you know, a torture dungeon. She could have been walking into. Who knows? No, they didn't go into the house. They only stood in the front yard. Oh, that's and right. And he showed her how to turn see, on the. We see. Yeah, the, they go in later the next day. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dwight is that okay? First, he said, you know, where I used to live. If I ever asked anybody to water my yard, I would get a more of a HBO. <laughs> Remark. Yeah. And also, he's just got out of a horrible marriage. She was, she yelled and screamed and, and everything. Cause we hear her later. But it's also, so. it's like, I just bought this house. I have to make sure the lawn upkeep is perfect while I'm gone for a few days. I mean, really? Is the, the lawn can't even possibly be in that good of a condition in the first place because you just bought the place. Uh, well, the the grass has got to take root, ugh. so it's got to be watered so it will take root. I'd be like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I just thought this was a huge waste of time. Anyway, oh, <laughs> I was like, what's the? What is the point of all this? Oh, there's there's actually a bigger waste of time. I'm going to be pointing out to you later. Uh, but I love the comment Lorelai says to Rory, who's, who's just like, my mom has disappeared. Rory obviously has seen Dateline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was getting the mail and then she disappeared. Yeah. Well, Lorelai has learned because she grabs Rory, goes in the house, no more talking to anyone ever. Don't talk to people. Don't make eye contact. So right. she's learned her lesson. No more being nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we go to the auction and I do love that uh, we get our first Vermont reference here. Or they mentioned that the seller of maybe the Davenport is from Vermont. Mm-hmm. I love how Lorelai, Emily, and Emily's friend are standing in the middle of the auction. As the auction is going on, just chit-chatting away. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some like angry auctioneers. Like, and, you know, well, obviously, there is some respect for the Cobra when uh, she's in the room, so they don't bother saying anything. Yes, Emily is a Cobra. And, uh, yeah. Lorelai like meets a very uh, handsome and charming man at the bar. Uh, yes, five years before Madman, Madman Don Draper <laughs> decides to visit Stars Hollow. <laughs> Very mysterious man. No, I just wanted to say about the Cobra thing. I love her friend Natalie says the reason why they call it the Cobra is because she gets her way or she squeezes you till you comply. And I was like, wow, that sounds exactly like Emily. Mm-hmm. So that was really funny. 
Um, okay, so the, at the end of the auction, I wrote this note. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, at the end of the episode, I went back and wrote this note in the in, at the end of the auction scene. So, Michelle begs to go to the auction, promises to do something he definitely does not want to do to go to the auction. He gets to the auction. He says... He, he he looks kind of, you know, just like irritated that it's not being taken serious. And that's it. Like the the plot, that plot is no, just done. No, you missed it later. At the end of the episode. At, at the, at, 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 really? There's more to the Michelle plot line? Yeah. I was really kind of like, what? <laughs> okay, well, it can't have been more than a moment. It's, please tell me, what, what, what did I miss that, that resolves this plot? Because I was just like, okay. Is he forced to do this? Okay, when he tells Lorelai that they sent the wrong lamp, they sent Emily's lamp. Lorelai has to take a lamp right. to Emily. There's a little bowl there that he bought at the auction, and it's a bleeding bowl. Yeah. When he said, "When doctors bled people in the 18th century, the blood had to go somewhere." <laughs> uh, you know what? I mm-hmm. probably missed this because a, it doesn't sound like it was a very big payoff to this this plot they set up with Michelle. Because I was like, okay, so we have a, a plot line with Michelle in it. I was hoping to see more of him at the auction doing his thing or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or or. Something goes wrong, and he's gonna. He has to do some stuff that he doesn't really um, want to do at the the end. But I don't think either of those happened. But yeah, I also see that. From looking at my notes, I was writing in a rage uh, at this part, and probably wasn't paying attention to what was going on actually on the show. So we'll get to that. Why were you in a rage? We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Well, to me, what's so weird is handsome, charming, mysterious guy. Gets like two lines, and mm-hmm. then the rest of the episode, we're talking about him. Yes. Lorelai's talking about the date. Uh-huh. Talking about how she didn't have a good time. Talking, you know, her mother's all upset. It's just, that's this all is... there is. You just, he's he's there for two seconds, and then and then we're talking about him. It's just, it's yeah. all Lorelai and Emily. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's basically what my notes are about, and I, I appreciate you wanting to skip ahead because we've been talking about one episode for about a half an hour mm-hmm. on our binge cast. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, they're, 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 you know, it's like a whole like awesome um, dream situation where like she falls for this guy, she's she has to get the number out of her mother. It's pretty funny, you know. Yeah, and she hates doing it because and she, hates, she hates asking her mother for anything. Her mother loves it. Yep. Especially her being interested in a guy from this world, and uh, and then he makes this uh, call, and it turns out that he's interested in not only dinner tomorrow, but asked her to going go to a freaking David Bowie concert. David like, Bowie concert, yeah. I was like, oh, do not tell me that David Bowie is going to guest on this show like the Bengals did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be super excited, but you know that never happened. Um, but then, you know, she gets to go out on the date and we don't see the date at mm-hmm. all. And then he, she comes back. She tells Rory, no personality. No, she, he doesn't have a sense of humor. He's very boring. By the way, when we first met Don Draper at the bar, 
did you think to yourself at all that 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 he had no personality at all or was boring? No, like, like I said, super charming man. He had two lines and he like charmed the pants off of her practically. And maybe that you know maybe you don't hire John Hamm for that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, you don't look at John Hamm and go, "That is a guy that called Peyton Sanders." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she also says he, was, he he just bored her with like g- facts about his jaguar. He was a want like he sniffed the wine and talked about the wine. And she decided to kind of take over and try to tell him some stories. And he didn't engage with her. Um, and then she's like, "There's no way I can um, uh, I-, I can go uh, see Bowie with him. Maybe I'll catch him next time he does Bowie does a farewell tour." Which I was just like. <laughs> Just go to the Bowie concert. You have no idea. <laughs> like, anyway, I wrote in big capital letters, um, and you know, you love my wild theories. Lorelai made this all up <laughs> because it mean? can't be real. It can't be real. What I, do you I, mean? I, I assume she went off on some sort of wild story with him, and he was just kind of like, huh, and kind of stunned by her her Loreliness. <laughs> Oh, he and didn't then, fall for her. Yeah, for her stick. And then she all of a sudden was like, ah, "I'm going to pick out all these different things that I kind of wasn't interested in," you know. Um, and uh, and this is it's it's his fault. It's his yeah. fault. It's all because him. I mean he's got his own jet. He's <laughs> super rich. Like, why would he be interested in? I mean, yes, Lauren Graham is attractive, and she's a self-made person, mm-hmm. and all this good stuff. But why would he be interested in her? Like a suburban mom. Yeah. No offense to suburban mom. Exactly. <laughs> she's not she's not his in his world. I just I don't know what happened, but I was like, did she just make all that up? That whole story. No, I mean, I'm sure just like she said, uh, will he will he be attractive in different lighting? Like was it just the lighting that I saw him in? Well, right. I see him in different lighting, and he'd be a totally different person. I guess that's what it was. We just—he just made a really good first impression. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, that 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 upset me, and uh, and the fact that you know the whole that then we get to this whole thing where like Emily is mad, and then Richard is mad because Emily is mad. Uh, okay, I kind of like that Richard is like. Rory, I don't understand your mother. Oh, is he talking to Lorelai? Lorelai, I don't understand your mother's world. Yeah. You don't understand your mother's world. But your mother is upset, and it's my job to fix things and make sure your <laughs> mother is happy. And that's all that matters. Like, I really like that, that I don't care what it is. I just want my wife to be happy. <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, I want my wife to be happy, but I want you to suffer and go out with this guy you don't like. Just to make your mother happy. Like, that's, like... And guess what? At the end of the episode, she's got to go see David Bowie with him. Oh, I feel so bad for her. She's got to go to to David Bowie with John Hamm. But it's it's really cute how, you know, she's like, Mom, we had a really bad time. Remember when we went on vacation with the so-and-sos and we had a terrible... Yes, that was a terrible time. It was like that. Oh, well, you know, you're going to go anyway. You know, I don't don't know what uh, Emily said, but it was... You know, I don't. I don't care. You're going to go anyway, right? And so, wear the sweater. Wear Roy's sweater when you go out with him. Like, I don't care if you don't like him. Go anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you're going to a concert where you don't even have to talk. You just have to smile at each other and just start singing along with the songs or whatever. You know? 
Oh, yeah. You know, and if he's not having a good time, well, you know, he'll wander off somewhere else. <laughs> uh, you could just enjoy David Bowie. Maybe it's just yeah. the fact that I was not happy that she did not appreciate the fact that she was going to go see David Bowie because we don't have him anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I remember when um, his – what's his son's name? Oh, the, the director of Moon? Yes. I, I, he was tweeting Duncan about – Duncan Jones. He was tweeting about somebody going through chemotherapy. And I think I replied to him because it was right after my mother went through chemotherapy. And then like a year later, David Bowie died of cancer. And I I was like, that's what he was talking about Uh, on Twitter that day. Oh, God. uh, Anyway. R.I.P. David Bowie. I guess that's the summation of this episode. There's a there's a thing with Rory having a problem. Oh yes, watering. okay. So yeah, because you're like, oh no, they're gonna forget to water the lawn, or something's gonna happen about watering the lawn. So uh, Lorelai has to go because she's getting a China shipment. So she gets Rory to go water the lawn, and it gets stuck on. She gets soaking wet. She goes into town to try to get somebody. She's paging Dean. Yeah, she pages Dean. And she says, uh, your Unabomber, forget about your Unabomber tendencies for now or something like that. Uh, What did that mean? Does that mean that sometimes she just can't get in touch with Dean? He just like isolates himself? I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't remember. But the first person she can get, the only person she can get is Jess. He goes, fixes it. They say, have you been? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. And she says, you know, uh, Dean's coming to fix it. And so he turns it back on. Yeah. So Dean can fix it for her. It's I thought that was sweet. Yeah. Um, however, A, why are we still using pagers? Um, and B, there was a phone inside Dwight's house that she could have used. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Um, True. Also, I don't. I guess I never had a pager, so I don't understand pagers. I'm assuming she paged him with her pager. Well, it was like she had a – it was like a – a, a thing you could it was thing like a thing you could uh text on it was like uh, a, you could like a hmm. i don't know what but she was sending a <clears throat> text type deal to him i guess pager to pager well i'm glad we spent so much time on this very important episode really the rest of these are just nothing um <laughs> is there anything about this episode you want to mention before we move on <clears throat> oh yeah also yeah the dwight thing Completely nothing. This was just a standalone. I bet he's not. He's never come back because Doris is like screaming at him. His wife Doris is screaming at him on, on the machine. So I'm assuming he's going back to her. I don't know. Probably. Uh, right. uh, so yeah, that's it. All right, take the deviled eggs. Oh, take the deviled eggs. Dot dot dot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lorelai's project is uh-huh. to call companies and stop duplicates. Uh-huh. Uh, but she has a problem because she abandons things mid-project, unlike the hoopa that she decorated last week. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> I love I love the names: Tukey Clothespin, Squeegee Beckenstein, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, much like the lawn, uh, Lorelai ends up tossing that responsibility off on uh, dependable Rory. Uh, she is going to have a world of hurt when uh, Rory finally leaves that house. I'm telling you. Uh huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, Taylor, again, solving this town's problems by saying, proposing that they put spikes on the light poles because some birds poop on people on purpose. And, uh, yeah. 
Also, also, uh, Miss Patty is uh, dating a hunk. Oh, that was sweet. That was really cute. <laughs> I love how the whole town is so behind. You just like let's get this over with, so Miss Patty can get out to her date. <laughs> Who's the fox? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we hear about their the town loaner, their boo their boo Radley. That, well, the town has many boo, boo Radleys, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's this like subplot about Taylor refusing the request to protest. Protesting Which, is un-American. <laughs> Taylor is such a Republican. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Taylor probably voted for Trump. All right, next up, look who's back behind the wheel. Well, mm. guess what, uh, Rory? The the truth is going to come out eventually. And, uh, yeah, she didn't – did you – I don't know if you were looking for it, but uh, she didn't seem very uh, ready to jump down Jess's throat like, uh, like uh, Lane was about the whole – at least the car situation. Um, but uh, – uh, Oh, Lane was acting indignant. About yeah. Jess having a car, and Rory was like, I, "See, I was expecting Lane to uh, hit Jess up for a ride to." Oh, uh, New Haven. Was it New Haven? Not New Haven. Was Hartford? it uh, Hartford to the? To oh, the and New Haven is like apparently a place of that is the worst ever. Um, it's where Yale is. <laughs> yeah, Harvard's uh, in Boston, and New Haven is Yale. Oh yeah, so yeah, I skipped ahead. Oops, I forgot. I, um, all right, so yeah, the the mystery of how did Jess buy a car, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, strangely, maybe it's a gift. Maybe it's a gift from somebody that doesn't know it's missing yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Luke is handed a registration with somebody's name crossed out and Jess's name wrote in there, and Luke still signs it. <laughs> Jess is like, "What are you doing?" Uh, all right, so let's see. Um, yeah, there is. There's outside the town stuff and inside the town stuff. Well, we'll just go literally. Linearly. Lee. Mm-hmm. Words. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we find out Sherry might not know what's up. And it turns out that Rory's also been talking to Christopher and feels kind of guilty about it. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, but yeah, Rory's being invited to uh, Sherry's baby shower. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Let's see what else I have. I wrote down here. Kirk gets all his car knowledge from Jan and Dean. His oh, mom yeah. Let him have a car, a bike. Or yeah, I wish mom would let me get a car or a bike or let me have my roller skates back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rory. She, does, she wants to go to the baby shower, and uh, Lorelai says, I'll, "I'll drive you, and I'll go shopping while you're in the baby shower, and you just send me an SOS if mm-hmm. you want to bail." Uh, oh, I, I gotta say, I want to see more Gypsy. I'm liking Gypsy. Anytime we have a, a car related thing, it's, we got, we have to have Gypsy in the episode and I just yeah, think this, she's so funny. Yeah. This was interesting where, is this where Jackson, Jackson has his yeah. produce truck fixed and she's like, every time I change the brakes out, it pays my satellite bill. <laughs> yeah. He, she, he, he pays for her cable, her milk, her couch, uh, because Jackson cannot stop riding his brakes. Mm. And, uh... You're Mr. Grind it till you find it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Is it Gypsy say this? Guys are stupid. If we don't laugh after we make a joke, you think we're being serious? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, another scene I liked was Taylor facing off against the Reverend and the Rabbi. Yes, I so love. Funny. The, yeah, this this was just good optics. Like this, just the the visual of this, how the Rabbi and the the Reverend were like simpatico against Taylor. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, we're not we're not taking you serious, Taylor. We're not, you know, because because uh, Taylor is threatening to uh, get rid of Bingo. <laughs> you gonna tell my bubbies they can't play Bingo? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's then he threatens that he's going to convert, and they're like, "Oh, try the shakers. How well are you with furniture?" <laughs> um, the shakers don't know what what a Davenport is. Just, mm-hmm. uh, all right, so uh, Luke is rummaging through Jess's stuff to see, like, is he selling drugs? What is up with this? Mm-hmm. How is he? How did he afford this car? Uh, we go out. This is the lane. This is when we get to the lane thing. I love hearing Lane says she was born by an angel brushing wings on her cheeks. That is oh, how, oh yeah. It's yeah. Cause they're saying the concept of a childbirth being explained. <laughs> yeah. That Mrs. She, Kim she told, told Lane that, uh, her cousin got pregnant because an angel brushed its wings against her cheeks. Yes. <laughs> uh, then yeah, Lane yelling at Jess and, uh, cause yeah, she, he has a car and he wrecked R- Rory's and Rory strangely is defensive of him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the truth will eventually come out. Um, I mean, when is she going to get her car back? Like, where's the car? Does she, does Rory just not have a car anymore? She doesn't have a car. She didn't have one before she was taking the bus to school. Then Dean gave her a car and then it got totaled apparently by hitting a car, a, a park bench. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, uh, uh you know, I bet Richard would buy her, buy her one, and you know, and like just ask. You know, but there might be a there might be a deal she'd have to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we go to Boston. There may be strings attached. Yes, <laughs> I love that Sherry like jumps up and scares Rory. Oh, <laughs> uh, because love, she's so love her. so bubbly and aggressive. Yeah. But she's, I don't know, she's just super sweet. And it's like, I don't, you know, if you look at it a certain way, you know, maybe from Lorelai's kind of bitter point of view, you know, it's as if she's kind of rubbing it in her face. But really, like from Sherry's point of view, she has no idea, like, except the fact that, you know. That's right. We're seeing like Lorelai's version where Sherry is this super driven, organized, obnoxious, you know, she's got the baby's delivery scheduled down to the hour. Yeah. And it's just I mean, a lot really, of parents, a lot of parents do that. <laughs> yeah. Cause having a baby now is completely different than when Lorelai had Rory yeah. in 1990, whatever, when she was 16 years old, mm-hmm. she was now it's all about you make the decisions and you it's guided by you. And back then it was, I just do what I'm told. I think Rory must have been born. Let's see. What? Do you, how old do you think she is? Sixteen. She's seventeen. In in two thousand and two, she's seventeen. So that would mean that uh, she was born in like eighty five, right? Eighty five. That's the math. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, lots changed since nineteen eighty five. Uh, pink is green is the new pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like Gigi, short for Georgia. Do you think that she intentionally named her was naming her Gigi to kind of go? Along yeah, with the I think that's really weird that you're go, you're 
going ahead and calling the baby by its nickname. To me, a nickname should organically come from the name. I like ha- like oh. you accidentally come up with this nickname. No, uh, actually, um, okay. Hopefully, I'm, I'm assuming people know uh, my my full name, Robin Burge, right? Uh, when we named uh, when when my wife was getting an ultrasound for our, our last baby, Juliet, um, she, you know, we discovered, you know, that it was a girl, and um, and, and we you were like, like, "Dang, three girls!" Like, Come <laughs> on already! How much Star Wars than anybody? Um, and you know, since the franchise is a mess, it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, franchise—it's hardly a franchise. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I made up a nickname for her like that day because hmm. we decided that her her name was going to be uh, Juliet Jade Burge, right? Mm-hmm. And so her initials would be JJB. And I was like, oh, she'd be my little jujubee. <laughs> 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 yeah. That, and, and I was, I, I, I called her that all the time and, you know, in, in, in the womb. And, uh, ever since, I don't know, she started developing a personality. Um, it went from like jujubee to, um, just simply bug. And now she's just bug. Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think that's perfectly normal. I'm a Sherry fan. I will defend. All sorts of Sherry things. Um, Sherry arranged the CDs. Oh, gosh. God forbid the <laughs> CDs are arranged. <laughs> I know, but I can see where Lorelai is coming from because Lorelai fixed Christopher and he went back to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely bitter about that. But from Sherry's point of view, she thinks that Lorelai had a big talk with him and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, set him back on the path. And she's super grateful to her. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, oh, we find out Rory was almost named Quincy because, uh, Lorelai was watching TV eating a pepper sandwich when, uh, uh, her water broke or whatever. <laughs> That's pretty funny. A pepper sandwich. Like, what's not a, a pepper, pepperoni sandwich. She said a pepper sandwich. I don't know. It just sounds gross. I don't know. Also, Lorelai learned, uh, all about childbirth from, uh, Four Keeps. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Oh, I did. I'm uh, about, I guess I'm Lorelai's age. Turns out that Sherry also says uh, she's not a baby. She says she's not a baby person, which to me, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah. Writers like get back to your show Bible. When Sherry was introduced, it seemed like she was like, you know, baby crazy or just like child crazy. Like, yeah, her, have a kid. her clock was ticking. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, I'm not a, really a baby person, but Christopher is. You know, I guess that was just one way of like turning the twist in the knife. Yes, you from know. the writer's point of view, not from but, Sherry's point of view, because right. she's an innocent angel. Yes, that uh, just another thing. Oh, if if, <laughs> if Christopher was with me and we had a baby, he would, you know, he would be very uh, involved in taking care of the baby. Right, right. Uh, and she's, you know, the last dig is basically, you know, she. She mentions that Harvard is just minutes away from where they live. Oh. You know, they'll we'll give Rory a key and, and Rory can stay over the weekends anytime she wants. And then she says, hey, you're practically an aunt. You can stay too, you know, um, which again, it's just like super a nice. slap in the face. <laughs> but uh, Lorelai, it's a slap in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How quickly she was erased. Um, so. Uh, 2.7 miles. Yeah. That's a pretty, uh, pretty. Pretty quick. 
And Come yeah, in. Christopher saying Sir Tommy and he says like, he's super protective and he's just like, oh, the best. And meanwhile, there's these uh, party poppers going off over and over again. <laughs> like because the, ladies, can... because the ladies are drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was, that was the other thing. I was like, why doesn't Lorelai just get drunk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know? Uh, but yeah. Um, Christopher is great because of you. They had a rough stretch. She dis- she considered going it alone. And then she told Christopher the weekend of the wedding. And he came back attentive and devoted in setting, saying he did not want to miss out on the second time. And uh, yeah. yeah. So Lorelai goes in her bathroom and unorganizes <laughs> the medicine cabinet. And tells all her... Problems to Rory, and Rory obviously thinks that she's being ridiculous. But and goes you know, back and, into the bathroom and organizes the medicine cabinet. But there is one thing Lorelai says that, um, like, uh, you know, and she had the gall to like thank me, and then Rory's like, "What are you talking about?" And Lorelai isn't going to tell her about that. So mm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just because she doesn't want to get kind of personal about her own relationship with Christopher at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. All right. Well, back in Stars Hollow, we find out the secret. Um, Jess is a stock boy at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Luke was like, are you a gigolo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, uh, he his first excuse is he was re- cleaning rain gutters. And Luke says, if you cleaned every rain gutter from here to Vermont. And I was like, boom. Second mention. <laughs> and yeah, the, Luke's idea of somebody that works at Walmart is somebody who's like all American and uh, he's sitting there eating apple pie and now sing God bless America. It's just funny that 2002 is just like Walmart is like, I mean, it is very American, you know, but it, I don't know. Maybe I just Walmart more of a bitter. Walmart's very suburban and, yeah. uh, and rural. Yeah. It's, it's um, not urban. There's no, yeah, no Walmart's in downtown. It's all out in the outskirts. So are we going to see an episode where Jess and Rory are locked in overnight at a Walmart? Because I'm here for it. I don't think so. I think maybe Walmart is done. I don't remember. Maybe we see Jess going. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, really, I can't remember. A lot of this, I feel like I'm watching it for the first, first except time. when. Now, I did remember Lane dyeing her hair for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. When we mentioned that episode, Tyler, you're thinking, like, I think Lane dyes her hair. Like, yeah, and I was like, oh, crap, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the Gilmore Girls. Um, uh, they need catharsis. They take the double eggs. They're going to egg Jess's car. Oh, big, that would be, that would that would be very satisfying to egg somebody's car. And the devil egg. Like, uh, <laughs> they must really hate Jess, as Luke says. <laughs> and then after they throw the eggs, they try to scratch off. You mean squeal <laughs> like, off? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't do it. And Rory says, we'll just make the noise ourselves. We'll just make the noise ourselves. Okay. So... This was this was a fun scene, but I just was thinking that Justin definitely did not deserve this. I mean, come on, really? Well, it's harmless. Harmless. That car was like covered in yolk the next day. Like, it yeah, but horrible. he's just got a 
He just has to wash his car. It's fine. Doesn't and also, Ed do something that's to your an car. Ugly car. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just like, why would you take that out on Jess? Jess got a car. Like, okay, all right. Here's what Rory's mad at. Rory is mad that Jess came back to town, probably for her. Uh, Rory left town for three months and never wrote to him. So he decided to get a girlfriend. And she got mad about it, even though she still did not break up with Dean uh, and didn't, yeah. didn't write him or anything. He deserves his car to be egged. The heart is what? irrational, Robin. I, 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 I know. And then how about this? What did he do to Lorelai? Why is Lorelai going along with this? Why is uh, like? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not she just hates parenting. Him. It's not good parenting to encourage your 17 year old kid to egg a car. But she's upset. She needs to, do, like Roy says, she needs to actively do something. She needs an activity to uh, get a, get the frustration out. It, I, I just, I was like, this is kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, it's a fun, funny scene. But it's also like, and it's played for laughs. But I was just like, well, this is really kind of ugly. This is, I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like that. that I mean, I can see that a stupid teenager, you know, might have her, her, Heart, you know, making her think all sorts of uh, uh, crazy things and want to want to do something crazy, but uh, you know, a, 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 an adult going along with it with their child. I, uh, I was just like really mad, and I was just like, "What did Jess ever do? And what is it like? What's up with a teen? What, what's up with an adult? You know, picking on a teenager? Like, uh, uh, it's kind of mm, gross. Anyway, I mean, it is beneath Rory uh-huh. to do something like this, but. I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just, he just, all he has to do is wash his car. It's fine. I know, I know. Uh, oh, yeah, the protest thing happens. Yeah. Nobody understands what he's protesting about. That's the joke. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny how, oh, we're all out here together. And Luke says, we see each other every day, but we don't stand in a, in a, in a, in a crowd like this together. And he climbs up to the top of the church, and he rolls it the wrong way, and then it tears and falls, and that's yeah. it. And then uh, they see the car has been egged, and Lorelai and Rory tell uh, Jess that they have alibis. They were at home all night. Ugh. All right. I was like, F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was really mad at them. <laughs> okay, let's get to the episode of the week. I mean, yeah, exactly. If this happened during this episode, <laughs> I would be uh-huh. like... Yeah, that's right, Jess. Because Jess acts like a complete a-hole in this episode. Um, and It's, uh, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I put the uh, the movie, the movie's on YouTube, and I put it on the group, on the in the Facebook group, and I need to watch it. I they figure, shoot horses, don't they? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Uh, I figure what he does is done in the movie, because that seems like a 1950s thing to do. <laughs> What, just sit around and stare and have an yeah. ugly, stupid face on the entire time? Yeah. Like devote, could, like, 24 hours of your life to just harass people? Yeah. Like, I could see that in this movie, in the movie. But I'm not sure. I have no idea what the movie is. I'm bringing it up on IMDb. Um, it's a Jane Fonda movie. Mm-hmm. Directed by Sidney Pollack. Uh-huh. And um, 
Gloria is a young woman of the Depression. She's aged beyond her years and feels her life is hopeless, having been cheated and betrayed many times in her past. While recovering from a suicide attempt, she gets the idea from a movie magazine to head to Hollywood to make it as an actress. Robert is a desperate Hollywood citizen trying to become a director, never doubting he'll make it. Robert and Gloria meet and decide to enter a dance marathon, one of the crazes of the 1930s. The grueling dancing takes its toll on Gloria's already weakened spirit, and she tells Robert that she'd be better off dead, that her life is hopeless, all the while acting cruelly and bitterly, alienating those around her, trying to convince him to shoot her and put her out of her mystery. M- mystery. Misery. <laughs> After all, they shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> that was the oh. submitted to, to description of the movie. I'm not sure if that was the entire movie, but but yeah, I guess there was a there's some sort of dance competition in it. Well... I mean, not, okay. not once did they put the hand jive on. They should have put the hand jive on. That would have been great. But it was a lot more like swing dancing and stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, um, uh, Lorelai had a partner, Henry Ho Ho McAfee the third, mm-hmm. and um, apparently he got mad at her and went for pie because he kept she kept calling him Ho Ho and it made him hungry. Okay. She lost the last one? Yes, that was the previous year. And Kurt had a McDonald's hot apple pie and was uh, trying to distract (laughs) Ho-Ho. And so they lost. Kirk has won it the past four years. (laughs) And Lorelai is trying to find a good partner. She had a partner, Appleby, Appleman, Harry Appleman. But his wife wouldn't let him dance with Lorelai because Lorelai was attractive. Right, right. Um, this episode kind of also opens up in the, at, at Luke's as well, and mm-hmm. uh, like the first, Taylor like walks in and Luke says, get out, Taylor. Oh, <laughs> Taylor's like, why? That. And he's like, it's just the code I live by. <laughs> like, there should be a sign that says, get out, Taylor <laughs> the front door. Uh, yeah. Oh, Stanley Appleman was a dancer with Riverdance. Right, right. Uh, also, we see during that part of um, the scene, because I wrote it down in my notes, that mm-hmm. th- this was kind of funny. These two episodes, by the way, I watched We, we I watched with uh, my wife and my oldest, uh, well, not my, my, my middle child, I guess, uh, uh, Isabel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, precocious eight-year-old. Uh, and so we, uh, the, the director credit came up. Did you see the director? Mm, is it, was it somebody from Buffy? No, uh, it's, uh, it was Kenny Ortega. Oh, because of the dancing. Because of the, like, I was like, oh, there's going to be dancing in this, you know? <laughs> oh, you knew there would be dancing because you saw Kenny Ortega's name. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I got the impression by this time, I think, because there's there's talk of dancing, but I was like, oh, there's going to be actual dancing in this episode. Mm. And, and then I, I actually said to, said to my daughter, I was like, oh, Kenny Ortega directed this. Who's this? Who's, you know, who's that? And um, uh, my daughter was like, oh, my God, he directed High School Musical and, and The Descendants. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, those are like her favorite things. So she definitely uh, stuck around to... Uh, watch those up that episode and actually in the episode afterwards. But yeah, I'm looking at her uh, at his uh, uh, credits. Uh, he directed Newsies and Hocus Pocus, <laughs> which I don't know how much dancing is in that. I've never seen it. Uh, three episodes of Valley McBeal, which I'm sure involved dancing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here, I'm not going to click on it, but it does say he directed 12 episodes of Gilmore Girls. So maybe oh. there's 11 more dancing episodes. Wow. Uh, this is it, the Michael Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, an episode of Bunheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, that was all dancing. Yeah. An episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. The Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show TV movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's see. Yeah, those, yeah, Descendants and High School Musical. But uh, yeah, and I'm sure he's like, that's just his directing. I'm sure he did like, you know, dance direction on other things. But uh-huh. yeah, I was, I was like, oh gosh. Now, I actually, seeing his name credited, I assumed there was going to be some like coordinated dancing, not just like, I bet, I bet he was good for like, okay, you can do this, you know, and just do a little bit of that. And then you, you, this couple, I want you to do this, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of like there being some sort of like coordinated, uh, whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So otherwise there would have been the hand jive, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So yeah, this is where we find out it's, this is for the tarp to cover the bridge that they already raised money for. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (laughs) I just like Lorelai, like, Oh, look at Taylor go. Who's he dancing with? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's running yeah. really quick. Right. She's not picky. She just wants to win. Right. She will even dance with Taylor. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot this happened. The uh, the Zagat guy uh, shows Jamie. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he's been thinking about Paris for the past three months, even though he hasn't called her. So hopefully we'll get some more of this, but it, it, it was very cute. Like, you know, yes. I, love, I love seeing Paris, like, smiling. And, uh, you know, obviously I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want this all the time from Paris cause I love fierce Paris the most, right. uh, but like, I like her like melting a little bit. Yeah. Or when Rory goes to her to ask her if they could not do the Franklin thing that weekend because she, her mother wants her to do the dance contest. She was like, okay. And everybody, uh, Louise and Madeline were shocked. So they immediately start looking for dates for the weekend because they're free suddenly. <laughs> also, uh, you know, I'm not sure if this was uh, intentional, but it's pretty funny that we find out that uh, Jamie hadn't called her for three months. And Paris said that she already wrote his name down in her revenge notebook, <sighs> which reminds me of another person who shouldn't think that she's all like Miss Innocent. <laughs> That maybe didn't call somebody for like three months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, after running away to DC. Anyway. <sighs> All right. So uh, Lane is doing a calling and hanging up thing. Oh, this is so cute. I really love this because Dean <laughs> is seeing a, a side of life that he is. You know, he's been on the other. You know, Rory said, "I used to do this to you. You did." <laughs> <laughs> this is a. You know, and, it, and, it, and it's too bad because, you know, maybe, maybe you know, the writers decided to stick this in here as like a reminder that Dean's actually a good guy. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a fun guy and he's not just, you know, they, they've given him so much of like, come on, Rory. Why are you breaking my heart, Rory? And I'm so mad, Rory. And, you know, it, it's like every single episode that he's been in lately, it has been, you know, him getting upset about something or expected to be upset about something and actually kind of, you know, pushes it aside. Um but here he's just relaxing and chatting with Rory and Lane, so it's, it's nice. Is is calling a guy and hanging up on them a girl thing? Like uh, they said. Uh, look, Robin. Let me tell you about society. <laughs> oh, the Joker told me all about society. Academy Girls have to play hard to get <laughs> yeah. because you can't be a slut. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> a girl can't call a guy. A girl can't be too aggressive. A girl can't let you know what she wants. A girl has to keep you guessing constantly or she's a slut. Okay? Do you get it? I, I agree with the first part. A girl, for some reason, has to constantly keep you guessing and constantly confuse you. Yeah. I it's not our fault. It's, it's not, not our choice. It's because we think that you're a slut. No. It's we, that's the way girls have to behave. That's the way that's society the says. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Well, I feel like I've And also, out girls something. can't know what they want. You right. can't know what you want. You have to be just totally confused yourself. So, <laughs> so young men and women all over the country are walking around not knowing what to do or what they want or what's going on because, and not knowing what the other one is doing or wants or what because society and sluts and stuff. <laughs> we got one more fun scene of the dance competition where uh, Paris is late for class. For the very first time. <laughs> oh, the teacher is like, what is going on? Oh, I, I don't know. And she can't understand why why Jamie would want to date her out of all these, you know, the women that he's, he must be running into. Uh, isn't he like at an Ivy League school or something? Princeton? Princeton. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they figure out it's, it must be something special or he's Ted Bundy. So that, that works, too. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I was immediately turned off by this marathon, you know, because. What? Well, apparently they started Dawn, and that is just yeah. unacceptable. How do you dance? Well, and it's so weird. You have to get a physical first. Yeah, like, it looks like you got to, like, get there at, like, four o'clock in the morning to go through all this stuff. And I, yeah, I do agree that physicals and release forms are probably a good idea for something like this because, <laughs> uh, um, gosh, the amount of stress the body must go over, go through the be in constant motion for 24 hours, you know, even for somebody who's in shape, you know? <laughs> mm, yeah. Like you wake up tired and you have to go for 24 hours. Suki. <laughs> mm. uh, oh gosh. Yes. I forgot about this. I just wrote that four and four. <laughs> no, mm. I know. What I, now I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been talking kids with Jackson and Jackson is like, yes, babies one a year. <laughs> For four years. And so, of course, Suki has to talk to her best friend about it. Yes. Because she doesn't, she doesn't want four babies in four years. Lorelai says, imagine no cocktails for four years. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, the way she brings it up, which is really funny. Last night, I made a coke oven. So, naturally, the subject of children came up. <laughs> and I was like, what does that have to do with the other? And I, I, meant, I meant to Google what coke C C O Q A U V I N. I copied that from the subtitles and I forgot to. I was like, does this have anything to do with. I mean, I, like, I'm assuming Vin means wine, Coke, maybe chicken of some sort. French dish of ki- chicken raised with wine, lardons, mushrooms, and optionally garlic. Um, yeah. So, okay, so that line. Just doesn't make any sense. It's just uh, it's just silliness. Okay. Yeah, and she says, "Oh, you got to see Jackson's suit. It makes me want to ration sugar." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the Kims are making eggless egg salad sandwiches and handing out Dancing with the Devil pamphlets. And Mrs. Kim hands one to Rory and says, "Take one to your mother." <laughs> that was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Live your life. So Mrs. Kim is afraid. For your soul, that you're going, you know, 
It's a hail. Uh, I don't want to come off as creepy, but is there a Mr. Kim? <laughs> I'm I not asking this because I want to date her. <laughs> I think there is. I think he's around. Uh, okay. He's just, you know, I think. You just never see him. You just never see him. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just oh, immediately thinking it. that Taylor and Mrs. Kim might be a good match. I don't know. No. Uh, okay, so Lorelai goes to get her yeah. her physical. The woman's like, Lorelai Gilmore, you don't have a, a face injury. You don't have... <laughs> Buck teeth or something, yeah. Yeah. You don't have uh, alopecia. <laughs> and it's Stanley Appleman's wife. Yep. He heard that she looked like Elizabeth Taylor. And she kind of does. Yeah. It's the dark hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that Mrs. Appleman passed her. You know, she could have just been like, no, I'm not giving you. You're, you're flunking your physical leave, you know. <laughs> but and then Taylor recites all the rules. There's so many rules. I didn't write them down, but so many rules to this. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess we had to really pay attention to the whole yellow card thing, uh, which is like, you know, you have one to take a 10 minute break on your own or something. And, but one of your, your partner has to stay on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory feels oh, and bad. Also, also, Rory wants to bring Dean so he can see all of the things that always happen every year. Like Andrew and his wife get in an argument. Taylor gets like punch drunk in the middle of the night. So he's talking about when he was a magician. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that happens. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, uh, who I was like, oh, that must be Andrew because his wife, he gets mad because he finds out his wife went out with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Just as, like out of the blue argument. It's really funny. Uh, Rory feels bad for Kirk because this is all he has. And Laura's like, Lorelai's like, hmm, I wonder if he'll cry when I, when I win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they start off at swing time. So it's, swing, it's swing dancing. And uh, I love it. It's just like three minutes in, Babette's like, I'm done. Let's go. Yeah. And Maury's <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I really love Babette and Maury. They're yeah. such a great couple. Yep. Awesome. And yeah, if I, you know, I would have been like, all right. <laughs> yeah. We showed up. We get. We participated. We made We're done. the parents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'd also, okay, so Jess shows up and walks through the dance floor and Taylor immediately starts calling for security. <laughs> <laughs> just for walking across the dance floor and then just sits on the bench and just starts making out with sugar. I mean, uh, Shane sugar from survivor, uh, to spite Rory. And, uh, yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> like not only, yeah. I mean, okay. You're doing this to upset Rory. Clearly, you know, you have a right to like, he has a right to make out with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh huh. But it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's kind of a jerk thing to do to Rory, but also like, even though Rory should, you know, she's with Dean, she should not have like, she shouldn't be mad. Yeah. This shouldn't be getting to her. He can do whatever he wants to. It shouldn't be bothering her, but it is. It is. It's eating her up. She can't stand it. It makes her so mad. But I I do. I I am a little mad at Jess because this is, you know, this is, he's using Shane as an object, you know? It's well, it, uh, but also, you know, like he told Luke before, you know, have some self-respect. Yeah. Yeah. She, do- she doesn't want you. I mean, I feel like Jess is doing is I feel like he knows that he knows Rory needs a push to break up with Dean. 
Yeah, he's got a captive audience. (laughs) And he's just trying to give her a push. He's trying to manipulate the situation. He knows it's inevitable. They're going to break up, and her and him are going to get together. But he's trying to move it along because she's being so stubborn, she will not break up with Dean. Just kind of like an ugly way to make a a relationship start. Yeah. All right. So they do the run around, which is really funny. Um, it's just like a marathon around the floor. <laughs> the last five couples that finish behind the red line are voted out. Uh, Jackson yells at Lorelai, says, I didn't realize I married you. <laughs> oh, I didn't know I was Mormon. Uh, Maybe you and Suki. And, uh, like, and the- like, okay, Jackson. Are you new to this? This is how girlfriends are. You know, you have yep. to get your girlfriend's opinion on things. Oh, gosh. I, my, my wife has, like, a best friend, Abby. Always says, like, it's my wife, you know? Not my wife, her wife. And, uh, yeah, she'll just be sitting there. We'll be watching TV, and all of a sudden, she just, like, kind of giggles to herself. And I realize she's sitting there texting with her friend. <laughs> like, Tell Abby I said hi. And she says, okay. <laughs> She says hi back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you had to put up with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Jackson really took it awfully, like as if uh, Lorelai was pressuring Sookie into you know not having that many kids or whatever. Yeah, or, and also mm-hmm. things like four and four sound really good to people who don't have kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, just get you one of those kids first and then see. And then see <laughs> if you want to do four and four. There's some <clears throat> there's some comedy here with uh, Rory just telling Lorelai that she hates her and there's like leaning up against her and it feels like she's gonna die and then suddenly there's a ten minute break and everybody falls on the floor. <laughs> just so fun. I cannot imagine what it's like to go through one of these things. Yeah. It's kinda like that hands on a hard body Excuse or whatever. Me? You know where everybody is touching the car, and and the last person to t- to have their hand on the car wins the car. Oh wow! No, I never heard of that. Oh, that is that an Alabama a, game? That must be a Southern thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a marathon thing where the last person standing gets the vehicle. So yeah, Jess starts in on Lane, saying, "Oh, why isn't Rory dancing with Dean?" And then Rory and Dean come up to Lane and Jess, and they all start squabbling. And yeah. J- Oh, this is where Mrs. Kim comes up and says, who is this? What do you want? Uh, And he's like, Jess, ma'am. She scares him. Like, you see, she gets to him. Like, he he breaks his, like, tough guy veneer. And, yeah, Jess Jess argues with Rory and and, and Dean about, like, how, like, why am I bothering you? You know, like... Basically, like, I'm not touching you argument, you know, (laughs) and, you know, the whole, like, manipulating her words, like, you keep, you keep staring at me. Well, why are you, why are you noticing that that I'm staring at you if you're not staring at me? You can't control when you look at me and, and, and then she's like, well, I just make myself look at Dean. Oh, well, you have to force yourself to look at your boyfriend. Yeah. And meanwhile, Dean's like raring to just punch him in the face. Yeah. Dean's getting mad. And it's like that. There's a thin line between love and hate. Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't be so mad. Like there's passion there. Yeah. There's passion there for Jess one way or the other. If if you don't care about somebody, you don't care enough to get upset about them. Uh, speaking of upset. Uh, yeah. This is after this Jackson loses his shit. And, um, I just love that. Like it just Luke kind of. 
adds like one more one more little quip to crime from crazy. Like he's like, well, I think like one kid in four years is crazy, but go ahead, drop another yeah. one into this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just makes Jackson just makes a public spectacle and storms out. Yeah, uh, uh, Jackson says. My childbearing uh, issues, that's between me and my wife. And Luke says, and God, and your God. <laughs> and the Lord. Uh-huh. The Lord. Uh, yeah, Taylor, it's 23 hours in, uh, six couples left. Uh, Taylor's, Taylor's talking, talking about stuff. magician. Yeah. <laughs> Lorelai's shoe breaks. She has to use her yellow card. And of yeah, course, apparently she bought vintage shoes <laughs> Yeah, for oh, this. Oh, wow. Oh, my feet just hurt thinking about it. And uh, so she goes to Dean. She's like, you know, you're on this team. The team needs you. Dance with Rory. Keep her standing up while I go here. And, of course, Lorelai goes to Luke. And Luke fixes her shoe for her. Mm -hmm. And they start talking about, like, oh, what a, you know, having kids or whatever. Yeah, I'm not anti-kid. And she's like, you don't have to be, you don't have to like kids. Nobody says you have to like kids. He's well. If I if I and he says, "What about you? Do you want any more children other than Rory?" And she was like, "Yeah, I wouldn't know how to act if if I didn't have to worry about biology finals and headgear." Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, good old Dave shows up. Dave Rogowski and is super complimentary about the sandwiches and says, "Oh, I, my parents yeah. are in Bible study right now." And- he says, "This sounds uh, so uh, blue velvet." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, when he walks away, Mrs. Kim is like, "Oh, he looks hungry." You know, take yeah, him a sandwich. I hope he comes back. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, I hope he comes back. That's so funny. Um, I won't pick on him this week. I refuse to. Yeah, his voice is annoying, but it's Dave Rogowski. <laughs> it's Dave Rogowski. I know. I'm, I'm, I gotta. I gotta. You know. Unfortunately, I have. I, I, I'm dealing with him as a first timer and. I, I, you know, I, I don't, maybe, maybe eventually I'll, I'll appreciate it, appreciate it more. I do like Lane having someone nice in his, in her life. So, yeah. Cause they were like, did you miss me? I missed you. Did you miss me? I missed you. Yeah. So they're starting to, uh, acknowledge that they like each other. Uh, so yeah, Lorelai left Rory leading on Dean and Rory starts getting really irritated because Jess is still just 23 hours in, just sitting there watching and then making out with his girlfriend. And then, yeah, she says, she says, I'm bored. He just grabs her and kisses her <laughs> just to shut her up. Oh, worst. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, Jess starts, um, Oh wait, no. Rory starts talking about how irritated she is with Dean and then Jess overhears and starts interrupting. And so that sparks Rory to start arguing with him, like basically over Dean's shoulder <laughs> and, uh, or, you know, underneath, underneath Dean's shoulder, he's pretty tall <laughs> or around mm-hmm. him or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Jess is like, well, ignore me and pay attention to your boyfriend. And Dean finally says, she can't, I'm not her boyfriend anymore. And I was like, good Dean. Finally, your eyes are open. You see what's going on. Yeah, he says, everyone can see what's going on here. I'm tired and I'm over it. Be together. Nothing's standing in your way because I am out. And uh, so awesome. I was like, good for you, Dean. Like, he didn't yeah. like he didn't like punch Jess in the face, even though Jess clearly deserved it. He didn't like 
turn it on Rory and say, you're like a slut or something awful like that, you know? He just was like, I know what's going on and I'm not going to put up with it anymore. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have some self-respect myself, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and good for him. I just want to say good for him. Um, so uh, yeah, t- Rory walks off after Dean and uh, Taylor's like, they're out. <laughs> Votes them right out. And I guess, uh, um, yeah, so Rory finds Jess out by the bridge or Rory's out by the bridge? Rory is crying on the bridge. Jess finds her out there and he says, you know, is it true? Are you broken up? And and she she says, yes. She says, he was right. Everything he said, he was right. Mm -hmm. I get, she says, okay, about me. I don't know about you. He was like, no, he's right. And so he said, if you're really serious, you're really broken up. Then he says, I got to go take care of some business. So I guess he's going to break up with Shane. Or murder her. I don't know if we'll ever see her again. <laughs> you know, And that's going to be my theory. He went and murdered her. Um, <laughs> because I'm, I'm certain that they're, the Gilmore girls were, you know, they were, they're not interested in keeping Shane around. <laughs> the huge character that she is. Uh, poor Who had like Shane. two lines. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Taylor is falling asleep. Uh, and the marathon ends and Kirk wins and Lorelai is super upset because she had the yellow card, but they realizes Rory wasn't there. And as Kirk is doing his Rocky, uh, lap, uh, Rory cries in Lorelai's arms because, uh, yeah, yeah, she, uh, well, you know, at least she's, at least, you know, she, at least she's honest. <laughs> she finally was just like, you know, admitted to it instead of just dragging it out even longer, you know? <laughs> Instead of being so stubborn of mm-hmm. Dean's my boyfriend and I'm devoted to Dean and that's just it. Yep. Well, you know. Face the facts. Yeah. Things change. Somewhere else. All right. So let the games begin. So, yeah, you said that was the, that was the episode that uh, launched a thousand blog posts. You're just talking about the fact that Rory and Dean break up publicly and her and Jess are now together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it was huge. A huge event. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There. I just feel like it was a big event in the fandom. Yeah. Well, I mean, Peter Petrelli is a pretty awesome uh, guy, and uh, I like his character. Um, I just don't – much like – I just don't – you know, sometimes characters do ugly things, and I don't appreciate that. But I do like other things, you know. (laughs) Well, well, just like – okay, in this episode – okay, let's get into this where – okay, it it picks up right after the dance (laughs) – they're going back to work at school then that Monday. What the heck? Rory's going to school the next day? No, Was that not what they the were next saying? Day. No, I think that maybe that happened on Friday night. Okay. Saturday. Like they were like, acting like it was the very next day. That like they're walking around crippled. Like they can't even talk. Like Lorelai, who is just usually very verbose, <laughs> is just having a hard time putting sentences together. That's why I thought this is the next day. How can this nah. be like two days later? I don't know. Yeah, two days later, I guess. Maybe so it was a yeah, Saturday, and then a, Sunday was like a rest in bed, and now Monday is like get back to right. get back to normal life again. And they're, st- they're still tired, and their feet hurt, and they're taking the decorations down. And it took them thirty minutes to get from their house to Luke's. Yeah. And uh, Kirk comes in with his huge trophy. Oh, did I did I hit you with my huge trophy? <laughs> it really it, is enormous. It's a pretty yeah. awesome trophy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so then you get the uh, awkwardness of Jess and Rory <laughs> and. Hi. 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 Bye. 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 <laughs> 
So Lorelai gets to tell Luke that Rory and Jess are an item. Yep. And he's thrilled. Maybe maybe Rory will change Jess. But I'm sure Lorelai's like, maybe Jess will change Rory. Yep. And... Yeah, Luke is what? happy, and, I, and he's like, he's like saying, "I'm really happy, whatever." And I just love Laura. Like, you know, since I'm, I'm also very bitter at poor Dean about what happened to poor Dean. Like, Lorelai actually says, "I'll tell Dean you said that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but she says, "I'm not going to fight it." You know, I fought it this long. Yeah. Whatever, what, whatever Rory wants. She said, "Rory, seventeen. It's about time she has a Jess." So Jess is the bad boy. Mm-hmm. He, he's the inevitable bad boy that every girl has. Gotta get to and, it. Yeah, and maybe this is just a a a a a what am I trying? A phase. It's yeah. just a phase that Rory's going through. Possibly. Uh, while we're in Luke's, I just want to do a quick easel board check-in behind mm-hmm. him. Tomatoes, tomatoes still need to be bought, and they still need to be spelled correctly as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they just, like, they wrote that in permanent marker and, and said, that's a prop that we're going to have in the background that nobody's going to notice. <laughs> but I always look at, like, those kind of, like, you know, because some, some shows do that. Like Twin Peaks, I believe they did. They did the joke of a, you know, there's always some sort of soup of the day or or pie that you know it, it would change in like every episode. But yeah, this this show has no interest in uh, letting Luke just have tomatoes for once, <laughs> or remembering to buy, remembering to get them, or spell them correctly ever. <laughs> anyway, mm. all right. So uh, Friday night dinner. Yeah, they're super hungry. Emily wants to fire walnuts, the maid. The walnuts in this. Frank Lloyd Wright. Think of something disgusting. Ari Fleischer. Ari Fleischer is our nation's mouthpiece. <laughs> oh, is Richard a Republican? Of course he is. He doesn't want to pay taxes. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yes. And then we go through this um, horror story. I was so bored with this. I had to listen to this like four times before I could get through it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Listen to it once, and then I had to pause after, and I looked at my my daughter, and I was like, you know, she's just kidding around, right? Like that, like this. She just goes through this really descriptive story about a, a, a servant locking the doors and the windows, and then anybody who got out to the house, they hacked him to death with an axe. I was just like, I was like, oh my god, you know? You're like, oh, if I'd known that was in there, I wouldn't have let my young impressionable child listen to this. Oh yeah, this is this is what I said. Like right at the end of the story, she's like, well, you know what. What we learned here, like, uh, and she says, well, sometimes it's preferable to eat a, a walnut. And I paused it and, and I, I said, these are exact words. I said, Izzy, have you learned anything? <laughs> 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 and I was like, you know, she's just, she's like, I know. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, Richard invites Rory to go to Yale and, you know, because there's a Whiffenpuffs reunion, which, God, we were teased, stuff. I know. I know. I was thinking, you know, in 2002, I wouldn't have known what a whipple poof was. <laughs> whipple, whipple poof was, but I do now. And, I mean, this was really sweet. I think uh, Edward Herman did a great... Edward Herman? Yeah. That's his name? Okay. Well, I, he's, he specially appears now and then, so it's hard <laughs> he to He does an am- amazing job with this, this, like, nostalgia. Like, just, you know, oh, my senior year of high school... Getting ready for Yale was really tough. That I didn't cut my hair for two months. Oh, that was a scandal. <laughs> the whiffing puffs. They're like the Beatles with better table manners. <laughs> and so Rory, like, reluctantly tells Lorelai, you know, Grandpa wants us to go on this road trip with them to Yale. 
I was and, just like Lorelai. I was like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to manipulate you. Uh-huh. He's going to just call him the puppet master. But Rory's just like, it doesn't have to be a big thing. I know, I know, I know. And But let's just go and, you know, it'll make him really happy. So she wants to do something happy, do something nice for grandpa. Yeah. He doesn't ask for much. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kirk has lost his trophy. Where's your lost and found? Out back in the dumpster. <laughs> Yeah, Rory says happens every year. Yeah. Also, Kirk bothers Luke even more by calling the trophy a she. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she was sitting next to me at the movies. <laughs> and then uh, he like interrogates Rory and inspects her backpack as if the trophy is going to yeah. be in there. Where were you last night? Where were you this morning? <laughs> And then uh, Rory and Jess are like, oh, I got that book upstairs. You want to go upstairs? I'll show you that book. (laughs) So, yeah, there's this awkward, uh, well, I'd rather not stand here like a moron. I'll take comfort in the fact that you're not doing it alone. Yeah, let's regroup. Let's think about this. Very very close. And and all of a sudden, Luke barges in. (gasps) Good man. Uh, (laughs) And then, of course, Rory's on the run again. Uh, And, yeah, Luke has to give the whole lecture I'm so glad that lecture didn't get the too, description, too descriptive, and I'm glad I also didn't have to explain to my daughter what hanging a sock on the door meant, <laughs> because I'm sure that confused her. There will be no hanging socks on doors in my house. Yeah. Good rules, though. Door stays open. Sit in the middle portion of the room. Sit in separate seats. You have a curfew. There's going to be no alcohol or cigarettes. And you're not going to do anything in here because here is where I'm going to be. You're going to do anything with Rory's because Lorelai's there. And you're not going to do anything out in the town because Taylor's out there. (laughs) Which I was just like, yeah. That was great. But it's great because it's like it's not only like – it's not only like he's being – I mean, don't you think it's more he's being protective of Rory than him being like trying to be super parental to Jess? Yeah. I think his discussion with Lorelai made him think, oh God, I forgot. This is Rory. Like, like, <laughs> and do I tr- how much do I trust Luke? You know, I don't know. Rory's an angel and everybody should take care of her. And that's just the way it is. Well, you know, when uh, Lorelai was describing Rory to Dwight, she was like, uh, if you see a teen with a halo and a book, that's my daughter, Rory. <laughs> yes. Golly. So, yeah, uh, let's move it along here. The trip, they're preparing for the trip. Uh, Lorelai found a taco place, and they, she also made a huge list of things they have to make. Have to yeah, pack. Rory, you didn't read the list. I made yeah. a list. You know, they're like, uh, you have to take two bathing suits in case the bathing suit strap breaks. And, right. and she was like, it's, it's wintertime. She was like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a true story. It's a, you know, yeah. this did happen. And that's why that there are these rules that Emily makes for road trips, even though New Haven to Hartford is 30 minutes. <laughs> Never give Emily an uh, uh, opportunity to lecture. That's basically what it is. And, uh, yeah. Uh, also, Dean's breastplate bracelet is off, and that surprises Lorelai. <laughs> it broke in the shower. Yeah. Well, she was just, it had been a part of Rory, you know, Rory had been wearing it for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the arguments have now begun about, you know, like, again, let the games begin. The, the whole, um, the, the whole thing where L- R- Rory's really going to have to sell Lorelai on. On this Jess thing, like in the constant, they're going to be arguing. This is not the first time they're going to argue about how Lorelai and Jess need to get along. I mean, 
we've already seen this once when the bracelet went missing, and uh, I think it's again, it's just please treat him nice. You're like, oh yeah, you know, match him grunt for grunt, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then I just love the I love the whole thing where you can't have the coffee in the car, so Lorelai practically just hangs out the side. Of the <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that Emily didn't like double down and be like, no, you need to wear a seatbelt while you're in the car. <laughs> so how are you going to? Yeah. All right, so this is a sweet. This is really sweet. This this whole walk around Yale campus. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm enjoying the stories. You know of how Richard is such a ladies' man. He's he mastered the frown, step back, wrinkle, and sigh at the art gallery to really <laughs> lure the ladies into thinking that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, um, Richard says I was just a young innocent man who wanted to experience life, and Lorelai looks at Rory, she's like, "Don't fall for that line." Rory's like, "I won't." <laughs> <laughs> but I also noticed as they're walking around the campus, I was like, "Man, this actually really looks very northeast. There's just dead leaves all over the place." You know, mm-hmm. it looks. I don't. You know, maybe they did a little. Maybe a little color correction just to make it look – well, maybe, you know, not that they do that. Maybe there's some sort of color correction to the show itself that makes it look a little less sunny California. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Well, you know, when they did go in that big hall, the admissions office, uh, you know, that had to have been a college. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked up in the trivia – it's some college, but I, I didn't write it down. So, but it is a Californian. This is all California. <laughs> but uh, you know, they had to have just gotten. You know, they must have like bags of you know fake dead leaves to toss about. You know, um, and just to make it look all. You know, they they even put up a big giant like Yale look like a a marble sign. You know, which was probably made out of styrofoam. You know, but you know they went all out to make it to sell it to being that's that it's Yale. Uh, and we, I love this the cute story about the bench by the trash can where Richard ended up proposing to Emily by just saying, like, after she called him a spineless jellyfish, he basically threw the box at her and said, "Here!" And she opened it up and said, "Fine." And that was <laughs> how the how the marriage proposal went. And uh, we get this, you know, the 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 skirt button breaking and Lorelai and Emily having this, you know, sweet moment of Lorelai showing her kind of like a life hack. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Emily being, you know, impressed that Lorelai could do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you know, and, and then we and then we go to Richard and uh, Rory, and you know, the conversation is starting to it's starting to dip. Like he's got Rory along, alone is alone now, and he starts talking about. Oh, Yale has the most delicious pot roast. Mm, I love pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, he starts to choke up a little bit because you know, he, he recounts a story where Lorelai stole his diploma and said she was going to go to Yale one day. And I'd like to think that that wasn't an act, by the way. <laughs> like he's he's getting towards the whole de- appointment with the dean of admissions. Um, mm-hmm. But that story, I think I think we should. I, I'd like to accept that as like an. Honest story, like he just kind of found himself going into as he recounted, because he's, you know, he's Rory is is, is Richard's second chance and, and Emily's second, you know, so, uh, you know, I hate, to, you know, Richard comes off as I don't know, let, 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 let's just go through this, okay? Okay. So, so dean of admissions, very good friend of mine. They gets her to go into an interview. Lorelai's like, you don't have to go in, and 
Rory's like, no, I, I got this, you know, and goes in. Oh, Lorelai is quiet mm. and mad. Mm. And Emily is quiet. She knows Richard is wrong for doing this. Yeah. She doesn't you notice, you know, she doesn't say anything to him. She Mm-mm. doesn't, she knows not to embarrass him, you know, and she's going to, she's going to take it. She's going to get him later. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, and uh, yeah, Lorelai is pissed. Um, and Richard is just like, wow. Like, like. You've been given this opportunity. Why are you not taking me up on this opportunity? You know, mm-hmm. it's such an opportunity for you to talk to this person. It's weird how he goes back and forth with Lorelai with this. I don't know. For, he, you know he's like sitting on that couch and, he, and, and he's, he's admitting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it right now. It was a, it was a manipulation. You know, like uh, that wasn't exactly what he said, but you know, it, he admits wholeheartedly. Yes, exactly. I did what I had to do to get her here because you're not, you weren't going to get her here. And, and, and he has this like grudge against Lorelai that because he, she knows how important it would be to him for her to go to Yale that, uh, she would never even consider even giving it a chance. It, 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 you know, it is something personal between those two that makes it that Rory wouldn't even consider the the opportunity that she'd have. You know, so it's it, so it's like Richard. <laughs> this is like a asshole manipulation that he does, but I don't know. I don't know. Do you do you, do you think that maybe Lorelai maybe has a little bit of a a personal thing here? Do you think maybe? Well, she- yeah. Well, like uh, Emily says, you know, don't turn this into another one of your crusades against your childhood, right? Like, yeah, they, yeah, they. they think but, it's I mean, all what makes that. it such? What makes these arguments between all of them so great is they all have good points. Yes, <laughs> they all make very good points. Once he started getting into, you know, admitting that he, yes, he did actually do it, and you know, basically. Oh, oh well, you know, I was ready to be like F you, Richard. But I also can see, like, from his point of view, he's seeing it as like, you know, uh, she she did, Rory can't consider this because um, uh, he won't, you know, she doesn't want to accept his help, and she doesn't want to have Rory, you know, become like full Gilmore. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> and uh, and but gosh, he just. He lays on like you, know, you don't know the first thing about college. I'm like, oh man, um, and uh, but he also, you know, he loves Rory so much. And that line where he's like, "I'm not leaving Rory's education to chance," you know. Um, so yeah, oh, it, it, it was a it was a really really interesting, um, uh, passionate conversation between them. And then and then Lorelai and Emily have a a one on one and. Emily does bring up the fact that, hey, you know, if she goes to Yale, um, she could she could home. live at home. You could mm-hmm. you could keep her. You know? Yeah, <laughs> she won't Still go away. Years. <laughs> um, which is uh, interesting, but yeah, mm-hmm. Rory Rory comes out. I love how she's super courteous to the dean and is, is still like just perfect Rory. And as soon as the dean goes back in, she tells you know her grandpa that. That was not fair. Not fair. That was yeah. not fair to spring this on me. I wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. Uh, when he asked me who my who uh, my influences were, I, all I could say was Gloria Estefan. <laughs> Gloria Estefan. <laughs> <laughs> and 
then uh, she was, you know, she wasn't dressed. That's right. what I was concerned about. She had on blue jeans. You don't go to Yale and meet the dean of admissions wearing blue jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also says, "I would have gone if you just asked me." Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Well, one thing is, you keep Rory's putting all of her eggs in one basket. I put on. The- in the mm-hmm. Facebook group, the chances of getting into Harvard is five percent. <laughs> right, but she's on a TV show, so it, it, chances increase dramatically. Um, yeah, so that scene ends, and I do love Emily Capsa at the end with "Don't even look at me." <laughs> she's pissed. Like, great, wedge another thing between us and and them. You know, like that. This is the last thing we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, da, 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 they da, take da. the cab ride home. They give. They get out of the cab in Stars Hollow, and Lorelai says, uh, "You know, your college tuition. Uh, that cab ride was your college tuition." The Brenda Tacos Luke is really insulting. <laughs> Rory takes one bite and runs off to study, and Lorelai then shows Luke how dumb he is. The kid yeah, code. The kid code. They ran off to be together, and. Uh, I love it. Luke, overprotective Luke, goes to hunt them down. I can... This is coming. I'm telling you. This is coming. I'm going to be just like this. And then he takes her sweater because it's cold out and she might need it. (laughs) Rory meets up with Jess, who is standing, leaning against a gas pump and about to light a cigarette up. You don't ever see people pumping gas and smoking cigarettes? Not anymore, at least. And I don't know. In Alabama, I see it. Oh, I was right. I, I I made a note to myself that natural selection will probably break those two up, if anything, because <laughs> Jess is just asking for it. And so, yeah, they have some smooching. Uh, my daughter and me make retching noises because, you know, <laughs> anytime there's somebody gets yes, messed up you, in the love I have to make a big. Yeah, run. you do not want your daughter to have any favorable outlook on kissing boys. Yep. Yep. You want her to think that is gross forever. Right. So Rory pulls a Joey Potter by going up to <laughs> Dawson's window, and uh, no, uh, and Dean hasn't told his mother, and Rory's worried. Yeah, because she's like, oh, if I rang the doorbell, I would have to talk to your mother, and then I would worry that she didn't like me anymore because I broke up with you. And he's like, oh, well, isn't that terrible? Somebody may not like you. <laughs> you gotta, you make a good point, Dean. Yep, yep. Too bad, too bad, Rory. Um, and. Uh, yeah, she 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 does a really nice apology though. You know? Yeah, yeah. She's you know it you were an sucks. amazing it's... boyfriend. You you won my mother over to your side. You yeah. know I just want you to know that I really did love you, and I'm he going tries to, to get miss in... you. And she says, and I hope one day you find it that you. I hope you don't hate me anymore. And he's like, yeah, I hope that too. Right. Like I hate your effing guts right yeah, now. I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, yeah, he does try to broach her and ask about Jess, and she's just like immediately like stops it. Like, I don't want to talk about him. We're not. We're not talking about him. We're talking about us. I'm talking about me and you, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So the episode ends. How is the evening eventful? And then Rory promises details tomorrow, and Lorelai's super relieved. <laughs> they both go to bed looking at Yale brochures. So yeah, I wonder where this is going. Hmm. Mm. Well, uh, so good four episodes, and uh, I actually do need to wrap this podcast up because there are children waiting for me to read to them. 
Um, so yeah, I have to form this bond with them so they don't, uh, you know, lie and deceive me when they get to be teenagers. There's well, something to uh, it, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's uh, <laughs> a good plan. You keep on thinking that. Keep on dreaming. Uh-huh. Okay, next week, a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm, yeah, I, sounds like I'm going to be hungry after I watch this. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that'll do, pig. So, so hmm, I wonder if Dave will be invited to Thanksgiving. Will we meet Mr. Kim? Hmm. Okay, uh, that'll do, pig. Uh, that has to do with... I mean, is it going to be an obvious, like, Rory finds a pig and doesn't want it to get sent to the slaughterhouse or something like that? Uh, I'm reading a, the description on IMDb and I see nothing about pigs. Nothing about pigs. Mm-mm. That'll do, pig. All right, well, uh, we'll find out, I suppose. Um, what else? I solemnly swear. I solemnly swear. What do you solemnly swear? Is that tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help me God. So, jury duty. Um, Rory's finally going to be held account- uh, accountable for destroying that Taylor's uh, park bench. Um... Something involved with the law. Hmm. Court, some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Lorelai out of water. Lorelai out of water. Fish out of water. Lorelai mm-hmm. tries dating again. Uh, Lorelai goes to a place that is unfamiliar to her. I don't know. I wonder what would be something that she would be like a fish out of water in. Hmm. All interesting, and I'm looking forward to watching them. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, folks, for listening to another marathon episode. Sometimes I wonder if I should just break these down into like half hour podcasts and like release them like you know daily or something. <laughs> so yeah. It's not like a gigantic podcast dropping into the. But I'm sure people enjoy it. Um, but uh, thank you, Steph, for another delightful week of Gilmore Girls, and thank you all of our listeners, all three of you, for listening. <laughs> And uh, Matt, I look forward to hearing uh, your reactions uh, about the things that uh, we might have missed or I might have gotten wrong or and, – and oh, oh, make sure uh, to let me know, especially if I got things right. Uh, anybody, really. I love hearing it. Love hearing when my, people think my theories are awesome. Um, Steph, do you have any requests for our audience? I mean they're here at their – they're here listening. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, uh, see y'all next time on uh, We Don't Want to Wait. La 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 la